You're listening to Nut Meat, the very topical salty show where we talk about just breaking under the shell and thinking outside of the shell, getting straight to that nut meat. Regis, uh, what would you say your favorite seeds are? Seeds, nuts, peanuts, whatever. Pistachios. Pistachios are good. They've got a great nut meat. Walnuts. Nut meat off the wall. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite are cashews because that's all they are is nut meat. The whole thing. Almonds, nut meat. Sunflower seeds are good too. When we're in a room together already, it's it gets weird with I faked the moon landing so you wouldn't get murdered. That right there with the Illuminami. Strange noises. And that would be cocaine. I could be an alien. You ready, motherfuckers? Yes. yes. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening to Scapegoats, guys. Our episode was sponsored tonight. We got our first sponsor. So how cool is that? It's pretty fucking cool, man. You recently bought a car, right? Yeah, within the last year. Okay, so I mean it's still pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. Did you have like a big issue with like getting car insurance and all that shit? Um, not so much. I was able to make a couple calls. Two calls, I think, is all it took to get it insured, and I was on the phone for maybe. 30 minutes. Nice. Yeah, that's Total? a good deal. And most people don't have that good of an experience. I know for me, we had to call like fucking 10 different companies first. And then we finally found one company that goes through another company that actually is progressive and they each just get a weird discount. I don't know. And even then, I said I had to call it. Like, there was something I did. That's something my wife did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I use in we. I wish we would have known somebody like Amanda Warren at that time because she can find all the car insurance you need for you. She doesn't have, you don't have to go through all those stupid hoops figuring out what's going to work best, what's going to give me this coverage, why can't I negotiate these prices? She doesn't want you to spend any of your time doing that. She can call for you. Um, so reach out to Amanda Warren. She is a independent licensed insurance agent. She is certified across all of the nation with over a dozen carriers. Uh, She can shop around for you, find you a price that's fair, and get the most competitive rate. Yeah, so sounds like a fucking win for me. So, If you need car insurance, call 503-400-1319. Or you can send email queries to amanda.warren at clearlink.com if you have any further questions. Oh, and when you give her, when you reach out to her, don't forget to give her referral code scapegoats. Soon we should try to change it to nut meat. Oh yeah, so next, next offer code. Next month's nut code meat. is nut meat. I'm sure she'll definitely know what show referred her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go check that out. Thanks, goats. Uh, for those of you who counted. We said nut meat six times. Six nut meats. Six nut meats. That was a great. That was a good one. Good work. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Regis, did you bring me back my movies today? Oh, son of a... <laughs> did you see me walk in with them? No, I didn't. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking forgot those. Dude, it's so stupid. I know it sounds neurotic, but, like, there's... there's I'm mostly joking whenever I talk about how obsessed I am with my movies, but there's honestly moments I'll be at work and I'm like, I think somebody's touching my movies right now. <laughs> you go like, wait, I'm getting a spidey sense that my 
movies are being fucked with. I knew when you texted me and said that you miss your movies, <laughs> I knew you really missed your movies. Like, you weren't joking. Like, you were kind of, like, joking. Like, yeah, haha, it's funny that that's a uh, thing. Th- I miss them. But you really do miss them. <laughs> I do. I believe that. I want to watch them again, but I also like <sighs> just having my full display of movies. Having your babies home. They're all there. I'm sorry. They're safe. <laughs> okay. I gotcha. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. I know, I know you're good people. So, I, if I can make it up to you with this stuff that I've got for you, okay, ooh, okay, right, I'm excited. I'm cocaine. I'm gonna take you into into my world. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Not oh. cocaine though. Oh, not cocaine. No, no. that's not have... part of your world. No, but I've this. Uh, I want to jump to a million things and tell you lots of things, ooh. but I'll start from the beginning. That's usually the best place to start a right. story. Quentin so, Tarantino. This. I'm going to bring you into kind of my upbringing, sports. Oh, okay. I'm not going to – we can talk a little bit about what I've done. Yeah. But my world is sports, and this type of stuff is gets – this is what gets me hot. This is what gets you your hard. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, sports, from the beginning of time of my times, mm-hmm. from when I'm little I was told that I shot hoops. I played You're sports killing it. all the time. From little to the high school just days. in your blood. I, I'm just trying to skip past the bullshit. I've played lots of sports. I mean, yeah. basketball, baseball. I've played hockey, played soccer. Like, I, if I wasn't sleeping or eating, I was playing a sport. Yeah. And even now, like, playing ping pong is such an important part of, like, I... It's a good event. It's... That's what keeps me, like, hot. Keeps me <laughs> yeah. That's what... Like I'm saying, this is the stuff that gets me hard. Okay. All right. So yeah. that's more of what all this is. I know you have some sports histories. I, you've competed in. Things. I'm athletic, but I am I'm not good at sports. But you've I'm not but, coordinated. That's, but would you say you you're a competitor? Oh yeah, I'm com, competition though. Yeah, that's in my blood for sure. But you've if I don't remember right, we chug, if I remember right, if I remember right, we had a chugging contest right before this episode and you seem just the smidge cocky. Go further back. <laughs> Go further back than that. Oh, okay. Right. Before I, I understand you. You, you swam and you ran. Okay. So I, I, I did cross country, I did football and I did swim. football too. Yeah. I was no, no bueno in football, but I mean, okay. you still time. played it. I did it. Yeah. And now I coach soccer. Still good. Either way, athleticism. You're involved. Yeah, no, so I get it. But I couldn't tell you shit about players or teams or famous people, though. That's okay. Yeah, that, that, I'm not gonna dig into the famous people. Perfect. So you don't need to know them. It's more of just events that happened. Cool beans. So this this whole topic is. I just want to give a quick shout out to Goat of the Month. Oh, right, a Goat of the Month. Yes, wasn't really a direct suggestion for this one, but in a roundabout way, I like. Ended they, up turning this. This is what it turned into. Okay. Sure. Uh, Jeff, maybe? Maybe, baby. Maybe, maybe. Um, handshake job. You Ooh, meet me yeah. somewhere for a handshake job. Ooh, you're going to love it. I give those out. This, <laughs> yeah. You have and extra stickers. I've got, we just got in some stickers. So we at least have stuff to give. Can we we go give it to, to the Jeff? month. Yeah. So Jeff, get your I was, sticker. I was actually gonna try and give him one today, but they're so such small little stickers that it fell out of my wallet, and I was like, "Ooh, Jeff, I've got something to give you." Mm, fuck. <laughs> I'll get you one later. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He's just like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Surprise. So yeah, we'll get him a sticker. Okay. 
But fuel fire to you. Uh, good stuff, Jeff. Thanks for Ew. doing your stuff. Um, just to clarify my opinion, I want to get that out of the way early so I can we can skip past all this stuff. Cool. I don't think sports people throwing games of sports, fixing sports. Mm-hmm. People, I don't think like athletes do that nowadays. I okay. don't think that they have the capacity of like the drive to win in nowadays. They're just, I'm getting paid either way. Might as well. Just... Exactly. They're okay. paid billions, not billions, millions. millions of dollars. Most players to do this. So, and if the ultimate goal has always been to win, I'm going to want to win. Yeah. I don't think there's as many as these people now as there have been in our past. It's fair. So that's where I stand there. But okay. we're just going to... So gonna... no deflated balls at the Patriots games. No faked injuries, blah, 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 stuff like that. Is that what you mean by throwing a game? Yeah. Because I'll be honest, I was going along with you, but I don't even really know what throwing a game means. Like losing on purpose. Okay, okay. Like doing that's, something... I was right. right. Doing something to... Like, purposely lose, but make it seem like you didn't purposely lose. Right. Gotcha. I think maybe refs, but I'm not going to go too far into that cool. either. This is all about the 1919 World Series. Oh, shit. So the name of this one is called the Black Sox Scandal. It's based ah, off okay. of the Chicago White Sox yeah. from the 1919. Um, they were up against the Cincinnati Reds. This was their second time in the past three years. They won it 2000 or 2000. Yeah. They won it 1917, and now they were going into their second time 1919. Nice. Now, on this team, is how, how so? How many years has the World Series been going on at this time? A couple years. I think it started in that, like, there's late 1800s. Or late 1800s, like okay. 1890s. There's references to the World Series, but from like 1900s, For I think being really fully official is when it, they started like tracking that shit. Right. So at least there's been at least 20 of them. So go, being there twice is still good. Good record. Yeah, and, uh, and at this time there was so many different baseball leagues. Mm-hmm. Major League was like that's the cream of the crop players. Of but there was it's like how like soccer is beginning to be now in the United States where there's leagues everywhere. Yeah, and same I think with basketball. I mean there's the NBA, like of course. But... That has so many different leagues too. Mm-hmm. So and but baseball, that's not the way that there's it usually was. like one per state, and not even every every state had a team. Right? Opposite, they had teams everywhere. Oh fuck! At, okay, right. This, at this time, baseball was the shit. Yeah. Where now it's America's greatest game or, or America's greatest pastime? Wait, you were saying how in the current times, baseball teams have maybe won a state. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's where I was getting there. My bad. But I, so I was right. But yes, I, I was about at, the wrong time period. Yeah, at this time, like, I mean, there's California, New York, Texas. Those three are the ones that have commonly like those two are big teams. States, yeah. But it's rare if teams have. A, it's rare if states have an a NBA, professional team. Yeah, or an MLB. Other MLB. Sport. We're on. Yeah, good this set. is gonna be a rough one. Awesome. <laughs> um, quick dynamic on the White Sox. White, white sex. The white. So we went from sports, and I was like, okay, this will get him hard. And then you it's start bringing up white sex. <laughs> the White Sox. The dynamic of their team. Yeah. At this time, most people on the White Sox and other teams were difference of two people. People that were 
educated. They were smart. They come from like wealthy family. Okay. They were ca- typically called straight laced. Oh, okay. Straight laced players. Term, yeah. Everyone else on the teams were pretty much like they were poor boys. They were farmers. They mm-hmm. were working class people that ended their way transferring from team to team and getting better and better and better yeah. until they get there. So the di- the the difference of players that you had. Yeah. One it group very educated and one group very not. Major diversity. And typically team those guys didn't talk to each other. Yeah. It was almost like A team B team. Right. This team had a little bit of a, a bridge and it's most of it's based off of one person. His name's Joe Jackson. I'll get okay. into okay. him in just a minute. Nice. He was you can almost see him like right in the middle cuz he hung out with some of those straight lace players. Yeah. Um but he like he didn't read, he didn't write, he wasn't smart, anything like that. Uh one was named Eddie Collins. He was a dude that went to Columbia Columbia blah 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 blah. <laughs> Columbia. Uh, Columbia College of I like Columbia. Columbia College. Columbia College of Columbia University. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Joe started playing you baseball. Can't... Just I want to just I'm there's no segues in between all this. I, I love it. What I'm trying to do is paint you the picture of this team first. Just really, let me. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm, I'm moving on. I'm, you're good. But I, I just want you to understand kind of the difference of players, their characters, and their personalities. For sure. Okay. So I'm gonna go straight into Joe Jackson. Let's do it. This dude he started playing when he was 13, just like. Uh, uh, I don't Just know like why I want to jump over. Sports. Anyways, he worked at a mill. Okay. That mills, like managers and stuff, their baseball team, they asked him to join. They were going to pay him $2.50 on Saturdays to I mean, play. that's pretty good for early 1900s. It's about $75 there. Yeah. So it was a good small, chunk of money, yeah. right? So he started off as a pitcher. The dude threw the ball at this guy, and it broke his arm off a pitch. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Through hard. So, yeah. None of the other people want to play with him, so they just booted him into the outfield. <laughs> like, okay, you can't break any more yeah. people. And no one wants to play us, so you're yeah. back there now. And since then, he was he was an outfielder ever since then. But he was more famous for his for his hitting abilities. Okay. Like, he set... Slugger. He, in one season, he batted, like, 406. His career is, like, uh, three... 386 or something like that. Jesus. 386 batting average. Okay. I don't know the 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 numbers the anything to compare those, but those sound high, so of, I believe you. Okay, so in comparison, like he is in third in all-time career batting average ever. Yeah. yeah. So and that's before a, they started letting black people and Hispanic people play baseball, so I mean, and steroids. <laughs> yeah, and before steroids, so yeah, that's really good then. Exactly. Um, now he kind of was in the same route where he bounced from teams to teams. Um, you know, he, a team would notice him and ask him to come play here. And then somebody else would say, Hey, we'll pay you in this other league to come here. And eventually just climb the ladder for years and years and years and years and years. Finally make not years and years and years and years and years, two years, a year. Years and years. Two years. Too many years. (laughs) Oh, I told you he's like third. He's second. He's behind Ty Cobb. Oh, okay. Right. So he's still up there. Overall, right? Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about Joe Jackson, I don't know if you knew, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. I didn't know that. Because of this scandal. Nice. So th- there is question 
there are theories of whether he was there or not. There's more questions on who started this scandal. Is this one of those take a strip of acid during a play type of scandals? <laughs> there could have been some of them. Acid involved? <laughs> You'll learn. I'll, I'll bring Sullivan. He might have, maybe. I mean, why not? There's a player, right, who did that? I don't know. That pitched a hole. On acid? In, I, we need to, I need to look this up now. A player, if the internet's working. A player took acid before a game? Yeah, baseball player who took acid during game. Too long of a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> and survey says? Doc Ellis. That's that's who it is. Doc Ellis. I've never heard of he him. He pitched a no-hitter. And he the whole thing, he was fucking high as a kite. That doesn't surprise me. Like, Ichiro Suzuki is known to go in the clubhouse and smoke a cigar. I know it's not a, as yeah, extreme. Yeah, it's like it's a... But, like, there's enough downtime in baseball to just go do whatever the fuck. <laughs> Especially a really long inning. All right. Okay. I can get along with this game, though. <laughs> this is getting better. There could have been some of that. Okay. But there's none that really ever was mentioned. Right. Forget Doc Ellis. Let's go back to... <laughs> <laughs> the Black Sox scandal. Yeah. Now, this was when eight members of the White Sox, they were accused... Keyword accused. Accused. Of intentionally losing the 1919 World Series in exchange for money for gambling organized, allegedly, by Arnold Rothstein. Okay. And so, you said at the beginning you don't think people throw games now because they make plenty of money. But do you feel like back then they... I guess I, I, I can wait if you have that answer already, but... Okay. I, we'll wait and see how much money they're making back then. There's thoughts on that. And they're okay. all and then they are almost all related altogether in all theories. Okay. That's a very right. good good question. Yeah, I won't jump ahead. No, you're good. Um I don't know if you've ever heard of Arnold Rothstein. I haven't. That's okay. He's a big gambler guy. Okay. He I mean movies like The Godfather are based off of him. Nice. He's the bosses like of a mafia guy. of mafias, of mobs. He's the Father of mob, Ma, half, r, top the, chino. I don't the know. faber. Let's not make fun of the mob. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> anyway, these eight dudes ended up being banned from playing professional baseball, and also removed from any post-career honors like the Damn. Baseball of Fame. Okay, it's okay. intense. How many players? Eight. Okay, this is the story. So this is theory number one, or this is just how the story goes. This is the, this is is what this has, whew, this is what's yes. been confessed. This is what's been known to be true. Okay. And official, known, official story. This is what is the teachings. Okay. This is the allegedly the official story. Right. So it's not the, the theories. Cool. But it's how like it played it. out. A bunch of players met to talk about getting a payout. If they intentionally lose the World Series. This was approached by gamblers meeting with one ringlinger. <laughs> this is rough, man. Ringlinger. Choose that one. <laughs> yeah. Hurrying. Drink some of that delicious, delicious Mississippi mud. The ringleader of the team. Yeah. Um, Gotti or Body. His name doesn't really matter right now. Okay. It is what it is. If you want to know, go read it. But for the sake of the fucking story hey, I get and you. names, it doesn't 
it doesn't really matter. I love skipping through stories. I do cool. that shit to you all the time. Awesome. <laughs> so, gamblers and this ringleader met, and then he went to uh, this these other eight players. There was eight of them. They all met in a meeting. Yeah. Uh, to talk about getting that payout. Chucky Gandit. I, why the fuck did I even say his name? Chucky Gandit. Right. God. Nobody even, it doesn't even matter. Chucky. Chucky Gandit. No, Chick Gandit. Oh. They called him Chick. Chick Gandit. Yeah. He was the ringleader. Funny thing. Buck Weaver. He's okay. one of the only players that went to the meeting that didn't get a payout. Oh. These players God. got paid at, at the end of it. He <laughs> didn't. Damn. But he was there at the meetings. Buck Weaver. Right. Um, they were like, Buck Weaver, am I right? Sheesh. Worst thing is he got banned, like all the other guys. <laughs> well, fuck. Right. Poor guy. Yeah. Sucks to be him. Just wanted to cheat. <laughs> so they all agreed. They were going to go through with it. Um, the first pitcher... His name was Eddie Chicote. 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 The coat in First pitch, strike. Nice. Second pitch, straight to the dude's back. Oh, this guy didn't want to lose. That was a signal. Oh. Time for this thing to go down. Damn. Yep. So he ended up losing that first game. uh, So Chicote. Jacote yeah. lost the game? Sakote. Sakote. Moving on to one of their players called something or other. <laughs> something or other. He he Did was he in on payout? it. He got his payout. He was in on it. He It's abnormal for him, but he lost three of the games. Okay. Or four of them. Then there was another one, another guy named Dickie Kerr. He was not in it. He okay. won all his games. Hmm. Okay, one uh, he won both of his starts. Okay. Then we fast forward, and there was things in between where, like, there was like a play from Joe Jackson. This is a famous one where he, I can't remember what game, but he had he got a he was an outfielder. He got the ball in the outfield, and he threw to make a play at home. Mm-hmm. And Sakote, um, he was the pitcher, I think, and he ended up uh, blocking the ball. He like stopped it and fumbled it. What a cock. On a relay to home. Hmm. So there was little things like that the whole time, like some dropped balls. However, they were only teenagers. No, because the dropping ball, the balls. <laughs> no. They just they were just maturing. Were, That's all. No. <laughs> Can't blame them. They've got a lot of emotions and hormones going on. No, Poor um, guys. <laughs> interesting fact is these are just more arguments. Yeah. Uh, the White Sox had more runs on errors than the Reds did. Okay. So, so there's there's hard reason to prove that people threw games. Yeah. But there's all these weird coincidences. Well, fucking, why the hell is Lefty or Lee Williams, or Left Left Williams, how the hell is he losing three games? Like he's our stud. Yeah. How how is he losing all of these? Hmm. With all the other plays, all the other shit. There's that sort of bit of question. Now, moving on to... <laughs> um, ultimately, White Sox ended up losing game 8-9. Okay. Cost them the loss. So they lost the series. Now, 
players involved all ended up getting $5,000. Hmm, which back in the 1910s. About 20 grand. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yes. Uh, Gandal, Gandal uh, whatever, the ringleader. Also, yeah. RL, ringleader. Yeah, ringleader. That's how we'll know. He ended up getting 35000 Jesus. Okay. Yep. And at that time, that's like six figures or more yeah. at that point. At least a couple million. Yeah. Eddie Sakot. He's ended up uh, confessing. Hmm. He's the one that came out and snitched first <laughs> as far as one of the players. Eddie Sakot ended up confessing the next year hmm. as they were in a pennant race. Like going for. If they won, they would go to the World Series again. Nice. So this was 2020 when it all shed to light. They ended up going to, through a, a Supreme Court type thing, yeah. or a judge. Baseball uh, court. No, Chicago judge. That's who they saw first. Chicago baseball mm-hmm. judge court. And since then, the Supreme Court is taking the case. Do you think in that court, when they are going to jail, they say, strike, you're out? They have to. It's and then he bangs the gavels of the bat and he goes, boom, boom. The judge is in baseball gear. Like, he's an umpire. Yeah. The plaintiffs are uh, wearing referee gear. Uh-huh. It's all baseball-related. Yeah. Everything. It's baseball-themed. Chicago baseball court thing. Baseball players, weirdly, are afraid of ties. Hmm. So, so they definitely want to wear ties. We don't like wearing suits, so... <laughs> Fuck those guys. Right. And their ties. So... Chicago court. <laughs> Theories... Theories behind the players and the gamblers' involvement are really what's in question. Mm-hmm. So the biggest controversy is really all centered around kind of what you said. Who got like money? Money, and money. more towards Joe Jackson because of the player he was. Okay. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. he playing both sides of the fence, and, and he was. What was I? He was a farming dude. He was an uneducated guy. Yeah. He, part of the question of how smart he is to be involved with this stuff is kind of more what we talked about. Okay. So, theory number one, if I haven't set the tone of Joe Jackson enough, I don't know how else to describe him. He was like the all shucks, the charming, like... He's a real rube. Yes. He's not... He's not a smart, educated guy. He's just, like, charming and, like, Yeah, eh. yeah okay. No, okay. I get it. Yeah. They, they call him Shoeless Joe Jackson. In a minor harmless. In a minor league game, his cleats were bugging him, so he just played with his shoes off. <laughs> like, okay. These cleats. Yeah. Nice. Right? Now, so this theory, theory number one, when it shows up on here, is called... <laughs> Son of a bitch. Theory number one. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, I'm interested. <laughs> You've had me hooked this whole time, but Ooh. I'm getting there, man. Here it is. Okay. Found it. <laughs> Was Joe Jackson really involved? Okay. Did Did you see that coming? I, phew. A little bit. Yeah. Now, what Joe Jackson claims is yeah. that players and the gamblers like you just used his name for the fact of of getting people interested in betting 
that, that makes sense. Okay. So that, so he was more like, a, hey, guys, you should take a bet on this thing. Let me see. Joe Jackson is even in on this thing. Okay. Like, he's if he's into it, So he's more no working way. with the ringleader than being one of the people who threw the game. That's what, like, the players and the gamblers, when they would talk about it, mm-hmm. they that's what Joe thinks happened. Okay. He's like, no, I wasn't involved. The reason why so many people think I'm involved is because they'll just use my name. Oh, okay. Because since he's an all shucks, I ain't educated type of person, he's an easy scapegoat. Exactly. Shazam. Just like we're not very educated. Not, not very. Now, I'll bounce around a little bit here. Okay. Jackson, he did sign a confession in 1920, stating okay. that he was paid $5,000. Hmm. Okay. Is this a making a murderer type of situation? Well, he, uh, kind of, <laughs> in a way, it's more simple. Yeah. It's a very condensed version of Take making a murderer. Take advantage of the dumb kid. <laughs> well, they uneducated. Sorry. What happened? <laughs> they slipped. He says that one of the players dropped the envelope of five thousand dollars in the hotel room. Oh, and he's just like, and All he right. never, he never like accepted it. Like he didn't. They didn't hand it to him. Like, here you go, man. <laughs> He's he like, I it. just thought it was a great hotel. <laughs> I get I'm just in here, just hanging out, and I'm just like, oh damn, I found this envelope in between my wiggly toes, <laughs> and so I pulled it open. I'm like, shoot, there's five thousand dollars in here. This is better than a chocolate <laughs> on my pillow in the morning. I tell you what. Right. So <laughs> now he the best turn down <laughs> service I've ever had. But he did try to return the, the money. So he said he tried to give it back. And what's interesting is he he tried to talk with the White Sox owner. Uh, his name's Charles Kaminsky mm-hmm. about the plan, both before and after the World Series. But the Kamoski, Kaminsky, uh, Kaminsky, the Polish guy. Yeah, he he like denied it. He's like, no, we're not meeting right now. Hmm. And some believe that that may be because. He he thinks Joe Jackson wanted to speak with uh, or talk to him about like money. Yeah. Because they were in the middle of the World Series and then even after. So it's like players are going to try and debate and get as much of the game. And can. get money. Like, well, yeah. comparison the Reds' um, the best Red hitter. No, the Reds' best player. Oh. Their best hitter made about $80,000, where Joe Jackson made, in U.S. terms or U.S. dollars, it's more. Joe Jackson made eighty thousand a year, mm-hmm. and the comparison made about two hundred thousand a year. Okay, just in different currency. No. Oh. In U.S. dollars. Okay. All right. Gotcha. You just said in American dollars, and so I was thinking, oh, so this other person. When you said the Reds, you're not talking about another team. You're talking about somebody from Russia. Like <laughs> oh, they played the Reds. Okay. So at the time when they were in the World Series, the Reds' best hitter. I was comparing was those making, two, okay, but when I said American dollars, what I meant to say is like today's dollars. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Today is only America. All right, gotcha. I was just like, wait, so where are the Reds from? Oh, they're <laughs> Russian team. Why are we pay, really paying their Russian players? <laughs> gotcha. So American I'll, dollars. Comparing comparing their cost in today's dollars, Joe Jackson made about eighty thousand. The other okay. dude made about two hundred thousand. So all right. So. People would think that that could be a reason why he 
didn't want to see him is because he didn't want to pay up that type of money. He didn't want to keep, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I'm assuming is probably a conversation they'd had before, because even if the guy was dumb. You would think that. Okay. But his, Joe Jackson's wife was the one that ended up having to sign the contract. And a lot of really cool. Legitimate? Or? Because. Illiterate. Illiterate. No, that's was he, he legitimate? That's yeah, he was he literate so he couldn't read so his wife had to sign for him? <laughs> that and he couldn't write. Oh, damn. So okay. a lot of signatures, Yeah. if people have collector's editions of Joe Jackson's signatures, yeah. most of the time they're, uh, they're his wife. <laughs> that's hilarious. Isn't that awesome? Nice. <laughs> so Joe Jackson may have thought, I want to talk, or Comiskey, anyway... We said that like four times yeah. already. Um, Kaminsky. So um, Joe Jackson tried to return the money. Yeah, he did. He tried to give it back from what he said. Yeah, but the guy was just like, "No, we don't. We're not. We're in a meeting. I don't have time." No, that was about sp- trying to speak, not about the money, because Kaminsky wasn't in on the fix. Kaminsky was the He's, owner. Oh right, and he okay. I, I'm got. I, all right, you keep going. We're good. <laughs> So Ooh, Joe Jackson All right. wanted to speak to Comiskey, the owner, who wasn't a part of the fix, and try to confess about what was going on. Right. But because he never got no. to meet him, that never happened. Okay. So Joe Jackson's been trying to clear his name, but no one has ever heard what he had to say in the moment when it happened. Okay. And another question, if he knew about it, why he didn't speak about it when he heard about it. Mm-hmm. So the, the only he didn't commit a crime. He just never. But he didn't. He didn't notify say anything about them. it. Yeah, he just let it happen. Also, he knew it was happening. He knew it was happening. Like there was it. plenty of word going around. Like even spectators were talking about it. Yeah. Like everybody thought that there was a fix. That there was the White Sox were going to blow the World Series. Mm-hmm. And. But if you never speak about it and you know about it, it's not a crime. But should you be punished? I guess so. Right? But they were never... If you notice, I only said they were accused. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, they were seen by the baseball judge in Chicago. Mm -hmm. They were... This was reviewed by the Supreme Court, and this is still happening now. So it's still, to this day, no one knows. He's out. And so, if Joe Jackson was involved, then what was his part? See, here's the thing. He never went to the meetings. Mm-hmm. He was never there. The only thing is that he didn't know about it. But, yeah, he got paid. But he got paid. So. He made $5,000. And the other thing to consider is his play. That, I've already mentioned to you that throw from outfield. Yeah. Like, from what has been told, like, it was It, it was, was going to go to where it was going to get the person out. Yes. Also, he made no errors. Okay. None. He racked up 12 hits. That's a World Series record at the time. Okay. That stood until 1964. All right, so that was for a while, too. Nice. Pretty good. His batting average for this series was 375, which was the highest on their team. So if so he was... it doesn't sound like a guy who's trying to throw a game. If he was trying to throw the game, he wasn't doing good. He wasn't good <laughs> He's at like, it. wait, I'm confused at how this sport works again, so... We were told to do good. Now I'm being told to not do good. Now I'm being told to do good again. Uh, I'm just going to just swing at stuff. Hopefully I hit shit. 
If was it works, it, the it works. Nope. If I see people happy with me, that's what I'm gonna. That's the one I'm gonna do. I'm just here to make Mama proud. <laughs> yeah. Right. Either way, I'm going home and eating chili. That's what I know. I'm a winner. Uh, so. <laughs> Joe, Joe Jackson. <laughs> okay, so he he doesn't seem like a guy who's trying to lose on purpose. His numbers say so. That is the end of theory one. Okay. Was Joe Jackson involved? All right. Uh, theory number two. This was all a stunt formed by the government. Ooh, okay. Well, so I've heard some things about, like, baseball nowadays with, like, government getting involved and, like, oh, they're going to, like, when the Cubs went to the World Series, I remember, like, three years ago for the first time in for fucking ever, like, when they won, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I remember a lot of people thinking that game was all set up because, oh, they put these two teams together and this is all formed by the government to get more money paid for this, to cover more taxes and shit like that. Is, I mean, so, like, government's been involved in baseball theories forever? I think, I think theories come out a lot during big sporting events, regardless of the sport and the age. Okay. I mean, we talked about theories about everything, so that makes sense. I think there's always going to be controversy. Yeah. Like in in um Manny Mayweather fights there's I feel like there's always a topic of whether oh, they deserve a fight the, or yeah. or how it was staged and there's always some type of yeah. conspiracy but they die down. Like how yeah. when's the last time you heard anything about that Cubs theory? 3 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after it sense. happened yeah when it was happening and then that was, it was it and there's a few other ones that come through like we had mentioned off air like deflate gate yeah like that comes up here and there but the steams i mean the the smoke yeah settled. it's all died down yeah but this one's it's more talked about in baseball nuts yeah not so much the theory world yeah but it's it's one that's still popular for people who are mm-hmm. into sports okay and that's Theroy one, Theroy two. Oh wait, no, no that's so Theroy two. two. <laughs> government is about the government. So in America, in this time, was this was in a big growth period because of the Industrial Revolution, for sure. Early nineteen hundreds. Um, most of these like steel workers and all whatever, the industrial industry. Each group had like their own um, unions. Like that was a big time when that was starting. And at first, the government was trying to show that. Like, this is a good thing. Like, yes, fight for your rights and and make sure you get fair pay. Supposedly, no, there's there's some things that have happened, but government's opposed at the time. They were spread it. It was spread to be like, if you're doing this, you're anti-capitalist. So common terms were things like strike breaking and union busting. Okay. It Those were popular terms at that time. And when there was word of these things going on, the government would send spies to like try to get a feel on what's going on and when they started like if they have evidence or they found proof that there were strikes gonna happen they like bosses would send in like thugs they would send those yeah. people in to just violently get Rough rid of it mm-hmm. so they were known to do these types of things now 
going back to the scandal itself, it's all based off of money. Mm-hmm. Now, Comiskey, the owner specifically, he really wasn't about paying his players, but he did have the highest payroll at that time. So he did spend the most money. Yeah. Um, but he was super cheap. Like when they traveled, typically players were given like no less than $4 for like lunch money. But White Sox players got $3. Okay. So they're super cheap. Um, the term Black Sox? Yeah. That comes from players not having enough money to wash their clothes. Oh, so even though they were the White Sox team, their white clothes were super dirty. Like, yeah, they'd run off on the field <laughs> and filth. Most Here comes the-, the Yankees and the multicolored dirty socks. <laughs> and most of them were like the farmers. Yeah. No, you really wouldn't see like the educated people have a problem with this. Okay. And those, I think they really had a term called the clean socks. Okay. And then the black socks. <laughs> So I, mm-hmm. I right. think that's what was going on at the time. Gotcha. Now, baseball as a general at that time, I already mentioned it, there was plenty of them. There was multiple leagues. It was the American sport at the time. As players started to get more money from ticket sales because everyone was going to baseball games, Yeah. the club owners were, were trying to do different things to keep their own money. So one thing they did is they kept the league on like a free agency at the end of every okay. year. So, it's a little... so you no, weren't so less contracts. Yeah. You weren't, you didn't have to spend a lot right up front, but what happened a lot was teams would get in these giant bidding wars to get really good players. So the seasons either could change yeah. Like each season could be different teams or it was specifically like one owner just getting richer and richer from getting more sales. Gotcha. So I, I just can't stop thinking about bidding war. He said bidding war. Now all I can imagine is just like a player will walk up to the front. And like, <laughs> all uh, right. For Dwayne James Johnson Jr. Hopefully they just had pictures. Got a bidding average of this. Let's start the bidding at 500, 500, got a 520, 525. So. I mean, we were just... fucked up people at that time, <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. God Never damn it. Know. Nobody had rights. Well, I mean, white people are okay, but nobody had rights. <laughs> Only the rich ones. Yeah. Um, I say um a lot. I'm going to try not. to limit that a lot more. You're doing good. <laughs> later, yeah. later in time, they made the reserve clause. And this was, this was when, um, there's one. Um, <laughs> Jesus. You're right, bro. You're, he's working off of his cell phone today. I'm having issues with the internet. Can't see my cues. Wait. I was able to Google <laughs> Doc Ellis. The internet's Busted. fine. Okay. So we just took a little break. Turns out internet working now. So got that all set up. You've got a better screen. I can read better. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Not like I was reading mostly of the time. <laughs> but it helped me keep stay on track a little bit. Yeah. So I told you about the free agency. Yes. Later, the reserve clause was put in place. Okay. So they did ditch that, and at that point, you signed long-term contracts. You went to whatever team took you, and ex- you had to accept whatever offer there was. Okay. Players had little fight for raises. Um, players were already looking for ways to make money. 
Um, lots of ums in this one. Also, World War One started to get going. Yeah. And at this time, it led uh, cutting for wages because people okay. weren't going to the games. There was less people in the crowd as the war was going on. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Right. So with players making little money and owners having, like, full control of their teams, yeah. they kept players for long times. They were able to... Trade them around as much as they want and everything like that. Well, not when the reserve clause was going on, but they'd keep players in for short con- or for long-term contracts for little money. Makes sense. So, like, I was mentioning those straight-laced players. They yeah. could sit down and write those, figure out that contract, review everything, and get a lot of money. Yeah. Where someone Negotiate. like Joe Jackson, who is illiterate, they get shit contracts. That makes sense. So that was a part of it. Then with, with uh, the war going on, it meant... At that point, they had to st- stop cutting wages. Okay. So even with what they were making, but they just started getting less shit. Yeah, that's fair. Did ba- did baseball players ever get like sent to the like in the military? Did baseball players stop playing and go fight in the war? Too? They, they I lose think players? I think they encouraged them to stay. Okay. Makes sense. But I think a lot of players did go. Okay. Like, they decided to go anyway, like, fuck you guys. Name three. Go. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Dang. Just kidding. That was rough. <laughs> the dynamic yeah. of what was going on here. The government hated strikes mm-hmm. and unionizing. So when baseball was hot, yeah, players had free agencies. This is the picture I was trying to paint. Now that it's not hot. for In that one year, players could negotiate, get lots and lots and lots of lots of money. Mm-hmm. Players started to get her rich. Baseball was hot. Everyone's like, if you're good, go play ball. Keep making money. Yeah. Players were hot. Sales were hot. Everyone was watching baseball. Okay. Boom. World War One. Cuts into that. And the reserve clause being put in place. Where players don't have control of their money anymore. It's hard for them to come by anyway. Sales are low. From people not being there. And you have this massive divide of the straight laced plus yeah. the poor fucking players. And so, so uh, there was words of strikes going on because of this shit. So the government got involved because they didn't want a strike to happen. They were afraid of a strike coming in and hurting hurting all of it. Hmm. So, the idea is that a judge named Landis, okay, he he also ended up being the future commissioner of baseball. Hmm. He's in charge of the decision on the ban. Yeah. Then that he, the idea is he really would just wanted to set the tone to players like, yeah. Keep them in line, like no more fixes. Anybody who do this is. You're done. Yeah. Um, he was also famous for, like, these big industrial companies being some type of lawyer for them. Or no, like, not so much a lawyer, but he would sue these companies or, like, take down monopolizing companies He's... from getting too big. Yeah. So he was part of, like, a justice team 
of like shutting things down. Justice team, we're shutting things down. Landis. With Judge Landis. Yep. And paralegal Craig. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All that was happening. For sure it was. Shit. Now, the theory is that they, he wanted to plant the seed All into right. the... To the baseball players. I know how sex works. <laughs> Keep going. That he he put his foot in on how how this was all going to go down. Okay. Because he he wanted to take the whole that whole group and make some type of statement of like you do strikes or you you mess around in this league. He wanted to make an example. I don't know. Yeah. How many times do I have to say to explain the same thing one time? Yeah. Many times? At, At least, least three. three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page here. Page three. Let's just... <laughs> I wanted to paint a bigger picture of Landis for you. Well, no, and that actually helped. So. <laughs> but... I think he saw on my features that I was lost. Yes. And I'm not that drunk. Um... I know this one's, it's such a stretch to try to match up everything. I mean, one other evidence is only that um, confessions by two players, Joe Jackson and uh, Salote, the pitcher dude. Yeah. They both wrote confessions and somehow the confessions were lost, but they Hmm. were turned into a government building. So they connect it through that and think that maybe that's the start. But because... Landis, I want to say Landry every time, <laughs> but because Landis has this goal of taking down like monopoly type businesses, like yeah. how big the the major league was, they didn't want them to get any richer. And teams had full control of like their roster and what they spent money on. Yeah. So these owners were just getting richer, and the government had a fear, or at least okay. Landis had a fear that they would get so big and cause monopolies. He was against that shit. Fuck. Okay. So between that and the whispers of the strikes, he came up with this wild idea with all these puzzle pieces, including Joe Jackson, the dynamic of that team and who those players were. Yeah. And this setting with the White Sox playing the Reds. Because the Reds were a big underdog. Okay. It's a stretch. I get it, though. But the stories add up, at least reasons why. I get it. I mean, I I could see why the government would want to get involved in that. But so Judge Landis is being a good guy for trying to cause the bet. With Joe Jackson. And. Joe Jackson yeah. just got involved with it, I guess. Okay. I know that was a tough one. It's. We can... You're okay. It's, you're doing a good job. I think I'm just getting lost in all the names. Well, I jump around a lot in this, but I more, more importantly, just try to tell you about each of them individually and how they connect. I get it. I don't know. No, you're doing it, good. It is a stretch. I mean, that's, I, I call makes, them theroids. Yeah. But I 
that's the only theory that you can have that how the yeah I don't know no I get it cool money 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 it's all about about money money and the next one theory three is about the mob boss which oh, is shit. again all about the money yeah so money I told and power I mentioned Arnold Rothstein yes uh, he was he's been known or like it's more common that he was the one that orchestrated the whole thing hmm so if there are gamblers involved there's known people um a Sullivan guy yeah I mentioned Sullivan you did I can't remember what I was gonna say about him um oh he's the guy that never mind I don't remember okay he's a gambler whatever yeah um, story goes that he was brought in by Sullivan and another gambler, um, the weeks before the series. So he's the one that says, or I can't No, this, these are words by Rothstein. Okay. Rothstein says he was brought in by Sullivan, another gambler, allegedly all this shit. Mm-hmm. The weeks before the series, since Rothstein was a heavy name in the gambling world, he could go to him and say, I've got this idea. Will you be involved because he was the mob bosses of mob bosses? If he's involved, then there's more legitimate legitimacy. Legitimacy? Yep. That's the one. Legitimacy of the whole fix. If he could use his name when talking to people, people will believe him. Because if anybody's going to get involved, it's... The bosses of all the mobs. Yeah. No, not all the mobs. Of the mob. He was the, mob the boss best, of all bosses the of mob mobs of mobs. He was the mob bestest. Yeah. That's a safe one to go through. Um. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Okay. But, so, another side of the story. Bill Maharg. 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 He's the one that revealed the fix. He's the one that came up and said, this thing all started. Salochi or Salati, Salami, the pitcher. Salichi. He was a rap on the players. He confirmed it on their side. Okay. Billy Maharge is the Mahir. one that came up and approached and said, us gamblers were involved. Okay. So he said he claims, he said he claims. He claims. He just claims one time. <laughs> That he approached Rothstein and then approached the players to get involved. Hmm. So he went to like the Gotti, Gaddy, the ringleader, RL. RL. Yeah. So he says he went to Rothstein, but Rothstein declined because he was too busy involved with horse racing. Hmm. Fucker. Right. But he's, but then he went, they went back to the thing and they went all through. Right. Needs horses, anyways. But gamblers were still telling everybody um, the other stuff. Uh, <laughs> that stuff. Yes. The stuff. Gamblers, end of story, gamblers told everybody. All of the things. They tried to tell them, get involved. It, this shit's going down. Yeah. Rot, they, they didn't, not the Rothstein part, but just the part get that. Get involved. This, this thing's fixed. happening. It's fixed. It, if you want to get in, get in now. So is there studies that show there was a huge betting for them losing the game? 
Uh, I don't know the numbers that were placed on it. Okay. I was about to say, that'd be a fun statistic to see. I think the payout that um, Rothstein would have got on another bet, interesting, he bet on on the Reds. Okay. Like $350,000. So... He bet on the Reds. Yeah, okay. He didn't bet on the White Sox. Yeah. But when... Going back to when um, the other guy, Maharg? Maharg. Maharg. When he said... He said what he claimed. (laughs) I want to say that. (laughs) Um, He claims. He claims that... It's reverse. Jesus fucking Christ. When... That whole thing and his story came out. Rothstein had rebuttaled with this, like, the, he just used my name. Like, yeah. they were just... Like, same thing Joe like, Jackson. Yeah, he came to me, but I I told him I wasn't going to. But they just kept using my name to gain more money. Yeah. So they kept telling everybody that I did. I, I bet on the Reds. Yeah. That just came in my head. I just, like, that was another thing I learned. Yeah. Um, better, better, better. Now, Sullivan and company, the other gamblers, yeah, were out of the country completely for the trial. Hmm. So they weren't ever anywhere to they be seen. They weren't even there. No. They were just like out. Yep. Some believe that Rothstein paid them to be gone. There's something else I want to say about that, but anyway. Just like keep them protected or not be involved? Yeah, just not be anything. Because Rothstein was in town during the trials. Yeah. So Rothstein tried to clear his name by going to court, which he did. So he testified and said all of his stuff. Since the others weren't there, he he was only able to hear he could only speak his side. Yeah. So he said he wasn't involved, and and but but he heard about it. Sure. He said he denied the involvement with Sullivan and told him all about it. And then the court dismissed it. Most people believed him. Okay. Yep. Like, well, we know my bosses. Oh, They're the ones that we can... They probably tell the truth most of the time. Yeah, but that also makes you think, like, more theory. There's a lot of theories about the mob, even, too. It's like, okay, maybe that just shows they also own the justice system in the area. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Whatever. They could be involved with that. Yeah. They could totally own Chicago baseball court judge thing. Dun, dun. Now, however, all of this. Following the final game, the rumors of the fix slowly died down until the 1920s. Same thing that what we were talking about earlier. Like, after time, it just kind of dies. Yeah. So it was hot at first, and it it fizzled out. Mm Mm-hmm. But a boxer that helped set up the fix, he felt like he was cheated out on money. He bet in on some stuff. Okay. So he he also ended up testifying, and then he snitched out all the other people that were involved. <laughs> but he he included Rothstein on it, like okay. he, because it was like one of those like yeah Rothstein was in on it. I heard about it. Hmm. Okay. But it never says anything about him actually speaking to him or yeah. how his involvement was. But some... He was just trying to write down every person he thought was in it and who yeah. he knew. Because 
if like if the the boxer spoke right i feel like if if he Rothstein really was involved then after he spoke on this Rothstein just would have had him killed yeah you know what i mean like if Rothstein really was involved he's a fucking mob boss yeah so but he's still alive so maybe he wasn't involved huh. i mean allegedly yeah i mean <laughs> anyway okay And do you have a theory number four for me? I was just going to repeat anything about Rothstein also betting 350 on the Reds. Probably mentioned that. The sad thing is about theories. Those are the only three theories about this thing. Yeah. So, I mean, Joe Jackson. Yes. Was he involved? The government where they stage it. Or were the mob bosses just doing all that. But... Instead of a theory, I at least brought some baseball jokes. Okay. And baseball jokes are a good time. They're more... They are geared towards baseball fans. So, that's all I got for you. Well, hey, let's do it. A teacher asks her students if they're Yankee fans. All of the hands go up except for one student. <laughs> okay, Bobby, what team are you a fan of? The Red Sox. Why is that? Well, my parents are both Red Sox fans, so I'm a Red Sox fan too. (laughs) That's not a good answer, Bobby. If your parents were both morons, would you be a moron too? No, that would make me a Yankee fan. (laughs) Oh, I get it. All right. Last one. I'll leave you with this one. Yeah. A man at a baseball game wondered why the ball kept getting bigger and bigger. Then it hit him. (laughs) <laughs> he was in a hospital. <laughs> That's all I got. That's funny. No, but for reals though, with the whole Yankees thing, I know nothing about sports, but even then I saw this douchebag driving around this big old truck shooting exhaust right in our faces. He's trying to accelerate and be cool. And he has like a fox, giant fox sticker, like the brand. <laughs> I hope he I hope. He's got one that says, quit riding my nuts. And then... On the other side of there was a Yankee symbol. And I was like, oh, look at this douchebag. This big truck. This Fox sticker. And look, he's even a Yankees fan. I don't even know sports when I know he's a douchebag. <laughs> you got it. It's Yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, that's good. That's, funny. that's a good thing to leave that end on right there. <laughs> All right, so All right. let's go then back to theory number one, Joe Jackson. Yes, Joe Jackson really wasn't involved. The official thing, he wasn't involved? Right. No, he was involved. He got... Remember I took... So he was banned from... Yeah. He was from, banned. He didn't get the, all the fame. He, he has no room in any post-honor stuff. So as far as, like, judges and courts and reviewing everything... Officially, he's involved. He's involved. But... So do you think he was not involved? That's tough because I can see... Him, you know, he's playing both sides. As I talked about, he's able to intermingle with both the Black Sox and the White Sox. And he's a dummy, so he could be sucked into a cheap contract. With all due respect. <laughs> well, yeah, he's 
He's a rube. He's not a dummy. He's uneducated. <laughs> in the nicest way. I, in the nicest way I mean. <laughs> Suckered into a contract. So, but he's also making shit money, so I could see him trying to make extra money and fake this bet. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he was involved. I don't think I, you know, after listening to you, I don't, I don't think he's involved. No? I don't think so. No. Just because of his, his batting records. He doesn't seem like a guy who's trying to lose. Who's trying to throw a game. His numbers tell him otherwise. And he's too simple not to just play the game. He's just... just I'm, he's just out here he's just playing, playing ball. I do what I'm good he's at. He's just doing it good. So, yeah. I think he wasn't involved. Okay. Theory number two. What did the government do? Did the government stage the whole thing? Keep in mind, this Landis dude... Never mind. I already told you all about him. Yeah. Keep in mind he's a dickbag. Yeah. The government staged the whole thing to keep the players from unionizing. So even though I like that, I still feel like that's just a cop-out. That gives it too much credit. Because there's this part of me that's like, wow, okay, I can see how this works. And then the other part of me who's not into sports going, this is just fucking baseball. (laughs) Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm gonna. I it's. I I like the theory and it makes sense, but I'm gonna. I don't think. I don't think it's big enough for the government to fully be involved. And I know it, even the government is more specifically just the one judge who's involved, but still seems a little, little too much. It's a bit of a stretch. I like it though. Theory number three. The mob boss orchestrated the whole thing. And that one, especially for back in the early 90s, I, I, I could see that. You know, irregardless. Jesus, I hate when people say irregardless, and I'm one of those fucks now. Okay, so regardless of theory number one. Or the gambler. Joe Jackson being involved or not, whatever. But theory number three, the, I mean, it may not be the strongest thing about the theories, but I feel like... That sounds like something the mob boss would do. And I don't know if you've read The Great Gatsby. There's a lot of money in fixing the World Series. So, yeah. That's, that was, that's all about that. Uh, the Eight Men, or The Men of Eight is another movie. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Um, but that may not be it, but something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one based off of this, too. Hmm. So yeah, makes sense. Or I, just I in like that, that time, I mean, like yeah. when this was happening. Because that, that's the one that makes the most sense to me because of what they were involved in at the time, them not being questioned any further, and also their wasn't me. their motive makes the most sense, which is let's get all of this money in because we like money and let's make the money and we don't care how we do it. That, whether... Joe was involved or not, he doesn't have a huge motive. Whether the government was involved or not, they don't have a huge motive. But the mob being involved, 100%. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I, think you, I would agree with all those. That That's the only one that has a real motive. Yeah. Like an obvious one. I think you're spot on with that. Cool. Yeah. And your jokes were good. I like them. Thanks. I liked, personally, I liked the dad one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
Then it hit him. That's also a good dad joke. Yeah, that's <laughs> about. Yeah, nice. That's all I bring you. Good job, man. So I like it. If you haven't already, share a podcast however you want it. Yeah. Um, Tell about it to your friends. Those people, please. Um, if you want to contribute, they can do that by. Uh, yeah, so if you want to support the podcast, you can follow the link to anchor.fm slash scapegoats and become a monthly subscriber. Mm-hmm. Thanks again to um, our wives, Jeff the Maybe Baby. Uh, go to the pod- month. Go to the month. To all of you, the people that tell other people and are now listening for a time or yeah, a second time or not many times. Not many? Just many times. New listeners and c- continued Continue listeners. listeners. Yep. Just call them goats. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Well, good job, man. Uh, once again, thank you for hosting. It's nice. It was a fun one. I feel like I'm sad we don't do this every week, but at the same time, it's good to get in our routine. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, until next time, don't be a sheep. Be a goat. That right there with the Illuminami. Strange noises. And that would be cocaine. I could be an alien. You ready, motherfuckers? Yes. Yes.